People watch a reality show on TV where there are two equally talented people singing the same song. One of them gives the audience goosebumps and the other one leaves everybody feeling, yeah, that was good, but it was missing that it factor. You can listen to two speakers. Both are very professional. Their messages on point and their method of delivery is absolutely flawless. But why is it that one of them moves you to tears and inspires you to go out and change your world while the other one fails to connect? What's the reason for the difference? Well, if I had to use one word, I would say passion. Now, what's passion got to do with your communication and getting your message across effectively? Well, it turns out a lot. So in the rest of this episode, we will learn why passion is important and what is actually passion, how passion shows up in your message, voice, and body language, and why you should leverage the power of passion in how you communicate. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hey, fabulous friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Speaking Made Simple podcast. My name is Chila. I am your host, a public speaking mentor, author, and the creator of the Speaking Made Simple Society. I am so happy that you are back and I cannot wait for us to hang out and talk about today's topic. I think it's one of those things that not a lot of people talk about. I don't think a lot of people pay attention to, but it's a very powerful tool in really connecting with our audience. Before we get to today's topic though, if you are someone who wants to learn how to communicate more effectively, better in 30 minutes or less, I want to invite you to watch my newest free training called Learn the Three Simple Yet Powerful Ways to Dynamic Communication. This short, very hands-on training is for any woman who wants to show up strategically and powerfully in how she presents herself her message, her expertise, how she introduces herself, how she talks about her business. So if that's you, go to speakingmadesimple.co, speakingmadesimple.co forward slash masterclass, and you will get instant access to this very short, very powerful training. It was about two years ago that I was introduced to Amy Mullins. I watched one of her TED Talks on YouTube and I was thoroughly impressed. In case you don't know, Amy Mullins is a woman who at a very young age lost both her legs to amputation due to a medical condition. And while Amy is not a proclaimed keynote speaker, watching her presentation, I remember thinking to myself, she is good. She is good. She is really, really good at keeping her audience's attention and keeping them entertained. And while she might not have had the most 
polished presentation or communication skills, there was still something that made her speech stand out. That's why she received so many views on her TED Talk. So what was it about her presentation that made her stand out so much? Again, if I had to describe it in one word, I would say passion. Now hear me on this. Passion, not overly emotional, because sometimes we can mix up the two. And we're going to talk more about this and really clarify the difference between passion and overly emotional and how those things show up in our voice, in our message, method of delivery, and how we can make the distinction and how to utilize one and minimize the other. Going back to Amy Mullen's story and her example, from the moment she stepped on the TED stage and she opened her mouth, you could tell that she was passionate about the topic that she was talking about. So first of all, why is it essential to have the passion and a meaningful emotional connection to your presentation topic? Well, science shows that passion is contagious, literally. You cannot inspire others unless you are yourself inspired. In his book, Mastery, Robert Greene writes, in our culture, we tend to equate thinking and intellectual powers with success and achievement. In many ways, however, it is an emotional quality that separates those who master a field from the many who simply work at a job. When we feel motivated or energized, we can pretty much overcome anything. On the other hand, when we feel bored or unmotivated, our mind's imagination and our creativity shut off and we become increasingly passive. I'm often asked to work with women who want to share their message more effectively and persuasively. I have interacted with many brands, both online and offline, and I can tell you one thing. In any industry, the companies or brands who genuinely express their passion and enthusiasm for the topic that they are teaching on or they are experts on, those are the brands, the leaders who inspire and stand out. People don't care so much about your company or your products or services. They care about why you are so passionate about what you do. People care about why you are fired up about what you sell or what made you want to sell in the first place. And so I want us to take some time and talk about this idea of passion and how we can have passion show up more effectively in our communication. Okay. So we talked about this idea before that a lot of our communication is nonverbal, right? I shared with you the statistics that what we say accounts for only 7%, right? That's, that's a very small number. The way we say it, meaning our voice, you listening to my voice right now, the way I say things accounts for 38%. So that's a huge jump already from just words. What others see 
when we communicate, accounts for 55%. So if you think about it, 90% of the impression we often convey has nothing to do with what we actually say. So if you believe that communication is all about words, you are totally missing the boat. When we communicate effectively, we use all three components well together, and that's what's going to make our communication more effective. I believe that the three essential components, when we communicate our message and we want to be taken seriously, we want to convey credibility and authority, are the intellectual, the emotional, and the volitional. Meaning, thought, something that we know, our expertise, our knowledge, emotion, something we feel around the topic, and action, something that we do. This is something that we have experienced. It's not just theoretical, right? So more specifically, here's how I think about it. And this is not something I came up with. I heard John Maxwell first talk about this idea, but if I try to communicate something that I know, but do not feel, meaning I don't feel passionate about it, my communication is going to be dispassionate. It's going to come across flat, cold. If I try to communicate something I know, but do not do, meaning I have not put it into practice, it's not something that I have experienced, my communication is going to be theoretical and people again are going to have a hard time taking me seriously or listening because they're like, well, this is all theory. Where's, where's the, the experience? If I try to communicate something I feel, but do not know, meaning I'm very passionate about the topic, but I don't know much about it. My communication is going to be unfounded. Again, it's going to lose credibility. If I try to communicate something I feel but do not do, my communication is going to be hypocritical in a way, right? Like it's, I'm giving you all these ideas that I've never actually tested out. So why would you believe me when I myself have never tried it? If I try to communicate something I do but do not know, my communication is presumptuous. And then finally, if I try to communicate something I do but do not feel, meaning I do it on a daily basis, but I don't really have passion around it, my communication is going to come across mechanical, like a robot, right? And people don't connect with that again. So how do we communicate passion with credibility, right? Because we can be passionate about our message all day long, But if we don't have credibility around it, it's not going to land. It's not going to connect. So we need to have intellect around it, meaning we need to have knowledge around our topic. We need to have some sort of passion around that topic. And I'll explain to you later how you can have passion around a certain topic. And then you need to have experienced, you need to have had results in that area, in order for you to be able to showcase authority, right? I love the quote from John Maxwell again, where he says, nothing can happen through you until it happens to you. 
So nothing can really flow through you and change someone else's life until you yourself have experienced it and also in a way have come out on the other side of it, because that's what's going to make you again, more credible and um, an image of authority in that area. So when it comes to passion, we want to make sure that it comes up in our words, it comes up in our voice, and it shows up in our body language, right? And when I say passion again, I'm not talking about overly emotional because that actually can take away from the power of your message. So we're going to take the last few minutes and we're going to talk about five ways very quickly on how you can speak more passionately in your communication, how you can show up more passionately in your communication. I'm pretty sure that anyone that you look up to as a great communicator or a great leader, anyone that you can think of that you find inspiring and motivational, you will find passion in what they do. Good speakers are passionate and it shows. So how can we bring or showcase more passion in our message, in our voice, and how we deliver our message? The first step is to bring in vibrancy and color. When you speak with passion, your message has vibrancy to it. Passion brings your message to life by showing that you're fully invested in what you're talking about. Your feelings about your subject are on full display. But if you're too passionate, that feeling will overpower the content. Your audience will get blinded by the intensity of your emotion and they will lose focus on what you're actually saying. And they're going to think, what was exactly her message again? You have to find that balance, right? Between feeling and purpose. Make sure your emotions liven your subject and don't take away from it. I remember attending an event a couple of years ago and the keynote speaker was also passionate on their subject, but they were also overly emotional and not just in the way they were delivering that message, but the way they described their story and situation. It was so heavy. It was so emotional, so packed with heavy emotions that it left the audience feeling almost depressed by the end of their presentation. It was such a heavy feeling in the room that you could tell when she was done speaking, people were not in a good mental space. And you definitely don't want to do that to your audience, right? You want to make sure that you are passionate in how you communicate, but not overly emotional. The second thing is you want to be deliberate in your movements. When you add passion to your speaking, to your message, you engage your audience with your movement, whether you're using gestures or walking around during your presentation, you want to be mindful with your movements and not distracting your audience with your hand gestures and your movements. Taking a well-timed step forward or towards your audience or a stronger hand gesture when you want to make an impact is going to elevate your message. 
But when you're too emotional in your movements, it will show up in ways where you're waving your hands all over the place, you're continuously pacing back and forth on the stage, and that's not going to help you connect with your message in a meaningful way. You may not even notice you're doing that, but your audience will. Your behavior can seem jerky, random, and repetitive. You become so caught up in your feelings that you may not even realize that you're doing it. So remember, you want to come across as focused and not frazzled. You want to be intentional in how you move and not all over the place. The third step is a powerful but not overpowering voice. And this is something we talked about in last week's episode on how to make your voice sound more commanding, right? And one of the things we talked about was volume. So being a powerful communicator doesn't necessarily mean having an extremely powerful sounding voice. Passionate speakers their voice captures their audience's attention. They're clear and they're commanding. But power does not mean high volume. You can actually be a passionate speaker with a quiet intensity to your voice. You can also use contrast in order to highlight points of passion without overwhelming your audience. I always use the example of a well-composed song. A well-composed song is going to have nuances to it, right? There's crescendo. There's coming back to a quiet place. There's a building and then finishing out with an even stronger, perhaps, note. But there is vibrancy and color to it. That's why you want to make sure that you also showcase contrast in how you communicate. Change your tone or emphasize at key places in your talk. Then fall back into a more relaxed voice later. When you're too emotional, your voice becomes sharp and you end up shouting at your audience. They'll hear you, but they won't be listening. You know, as I was growing up, I was going to a church where our pastor was always shouting. I never heard anything he said because He only had one tone, and that was high volume. So you want to make sure that you bring in color, even in the way you speak, the the power of your voice. The fourth one, the fourth step is dimensionality. Incorporate peaks and valleys in the way you communicate. You can build, as I said, crescendo by telling a compelling story and using rhythm Then you can draw back down to consolidate meaning and prepare for your next point. Now, this isn't strictly about tone of voice. This is also about how you structure your message. It will impact the sound of your voice when you are intentional about how you're structuring your message, because you're going to know in advance when you prepare that certain points and key points are going to require more elevated volume in your voice or more elevated gestures in your hands and your body movement. But this mix of passion and substance will keep your audience engaged. But when you're too emotional, you tend to stay at the same level, which is high-pitched excitement, without changing your pace or tone, which is going to make you sound monotone. 
Stay at this level too long and you'll exhaust your audience and lose their attention. Okay, the final step in this is clarity. When speaking passionately, your points still need to flow logically from one to the next, always making sure to emphasize the main idea you want to get across. You're not overly formal, but you still want to get to the point. Whenever I work with one-on-one clients, I always tell them the very first step in creating a presentation is to know your objective. What is that one thing, one idea that your audience is going to walk away with? You don't want to confuse people during your presentation or when you are doing a talk. If you go overboard with emotion, you get into um, stream of consciousness thinking. You go off on tangents, right? And tangents upon tangents upon tangents, and you lose your audience. You lose your own focus on where you were actually headed in the first place. So passion is great, but too much of it. And what I would say by passion, too much or overly emotional can really derail an otherwise really solid message. So by recognizing the difference between being passionate and being too emotional, I think can really help you find that balance to inspire your audience without stressing them out. So let me leave you with this. I believe that passion is extremely important in your delivery and in your message and for you to be able to stand out and connect with an audience. So the next time you get a chance to talk about your brand, about your products or services, or just to get a chance to talk about what you do, introduce yourself and what you stand for, I want you to remind yourself first, what makes you passionate about it? What fires you up about this subject, about this topic? Or as Steve Jobs would say, what makes your heart sing? And at first, it might not be obvious. It might not be obvious for everybody what makes you really passionate about what you do. Or maybe you have forgotten it. In the case of Amy Mullen, going back to our example from the beginning, with her TED Talk, you could tell that it wasn't that she was so passionate about prosthetics, but that she was passionate about human potential. And that's what drove her to talk about prosthetics. In my case, it's not that I'm deeply passionate about the technical aspects of communication or a persuasive presentation or becoming a dynamic speaker, but that I'm deeply passionate about encouraging people to use their voice, their stories, their message. I want people to know their voice matters and their message is needed. And I want to give them the tools to help them communicate their message effectively and in a compelling way. And that fires me up to learn and to teach people how to communicate better. What about you? What makes you fired up and passionate about your topic? Or maybe what ticks you off that you see in the world people doing that is unfair And you want to stand against it. And that's what fires you up. It's not so much the passion, it's the standing against it that brings the passion. 
What is that for you? I want you to take some time to remind yourself or, or get clarity on it and use that passion and fire when you get the chance to present your message in front of others, whether that's in a virtual setting, on a physical stage, or even just introducing yourself and your company at a networking event. Okay, so I would love to hear from you. I want you to find me on Instagram under Speaking Made Simple Society, the handle, and send me a DM. Tell me what makes you passionate or fired up about what you do, your message, your services, your business products. Share that with me. I would love, love, love to hear it. Okay, friend, I hope you walk away feeling this was well worth your time. I always want to encourage you to show up with your message unapologetically with your own unique style, find your own unique style and lean into it. I want to give you the tools to become a better communicator, but at the end of the day, you know yourself and your message and your brand better than anybody else. So take what works and leave the rest. Again, I want to remind you, if you want to learn to communicate better, more persuasively, I want you to check out my free newest video training I did recently on the three simple yet powerful ways to dynamic communication. It's 30 minutes or less, and it teaches you some very practical ways to start showing up in your message more strategically and confidently. You can grab that and you can get instant access uh, to it at speakingmadesimple.com co forward slash masterclass. That's again, speakingmadesimple.co forward slash masterclass, or you can also find the link in the show notes. Okay, friend, as always, I want to encourage you to keep showing up for yourself, for your audience, your voice, story, and message need to be heard. And that unique thing only you can offer, the world needs that. Okay, friend, bye for now.